Hey guys, welcome back to the uh, non-weekend review. Hello and welcome. Review, yeah, welcome. The non-weekend review yeah. review. You guys are listening to this uh, in the middle of your spring break. And for those of you who do, I am impressed that you uh, tuned in. <laughs> Me too, but you are going to be so glad that you did. Yeah, actually, we just wanted to take a minute um, on this week where you guys aren't preparing for small groups to just take a second to eight, first and foremost, just thank you. Uh, at this time in our semester, in our small group year, we've met uh, 20 times now inside of our homes, um, which on the surface of things, it's like 20, that's not that, you know, whatever, it's just 20. But then like <laughs> on, it the, feels a little more than on the that. real side, it's like, that was 20 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just wanted to start to say by saying thank you. Thank you so much. And I know it's hard to say this, and um, but... I just can't um, thank you guys enough for what you are willing to do. I'm very aware that every single one of you uh, is very busy uh, between work, home, family, marriage, life in general. Um, oftentimes small groups, I know because Wednesday nights rolled around for Allison and I, and it's just like just one more thing some weeks. Yeah. And, and so the fact that you guys continue to show up just means so much to us. Um, uh, I truly believe that, this process of small groups, uh, this living life together and really trying to push in deeper is just the key discipleship tool to help us really pursue after and discover and find who Jesus is and live in a way that honors him and brings his glory. And we can't do that alone. I mean, we could do other things here at Crosspoint. We could have a big midweek service. We could do other things, but it, I don't believe it would be as effective as it is all single, every single one of you using your gifts equipped by the Holy Spirit to speak into the people's lives that come into your house. So just thank you. And as we were on this kind of this week off, these two weeks off, I didn't want to just leave it, but I rather I wanted to take a kind of a, a second, a step back to remind ourselves why why we keep doing this. <laughs> because it is hard. Even like Tim, thank you for thanking me, but it's still tough. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so this kind of spurred off a conversation that Beth and I have been having today. Um, Beth, you were challenged last night, I think in your small group, like asked by like somebody in your group, like, Hey, why do you continue to lead? And I think it's good for us to remind ourselves, like, why do we do what we do? And so Beth, share with us how you kind of answered that question yesterday when asked, why do you continue to be a part of small groups? Why do you, why do you continue to lead? Um, I think it all, it all started back to a passage um, I was 18 years old. I had, I will say that I had just a pretty awesome youth pastor. That was like five years and, ago. Uh, it, was, it was a while ago. And um, we just talked about love and loving each other. And First uh, John 3, 18 and 19, um, dear children, let us not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our mm -hmm. actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth, so we'll be confident when we stand before God. Amen. And um, I love small groups because I truly believe the people in the small groups are hand-selected by God. Mm -hmm. And I love the people that God puts before us. And so for me, in my heart, I don't want it to just be like, Hey bro, I love you. Or like, yeah. hey, you know, I love you, and then not do anything. I want to put actions into that. And so I think if you really truly love people and you want them to then have 
the best relationship with Jesus possible. One, you want them to have a relationship with Jesus. And then once they have a relationship with Jesus, my heart's desire is for them to just grow deeper and rooted and just more in love with Jesus so that they in turn can be around people that they love on so that they can love uh, people so that they could know Jesus more. And so um, the, the root of it all is I think the way, the best way for me to do that is to love, um, love in a small setting, Hmm. in a small group setting. And so being able to have, you know, three to seven or eight women that yeah. I could just say, like, how can I best lead you to love Jesus more? Or how can I be a light and show you Jesus? And so I, it, well, I think it, it moves. And I, I, what I appreciate what you're just saying there is I think in that context we're describing, you have three to seven women. You're not just talking about loving Jesus, but how are we actually going to do this? Well, absolutely. You know, I think, um, I just, I think it's, it's actions. And so, and then that that's the, to me, that's the discipleship piece of it is we're doing life together, you know, and then we're coming alongside each other. And in this season of my life has been so crazy with just, you know, um, losing friends and family and then being sick and my daughter in the hospital. And what I have now seen is I am being able, people are reciprocating that yeah. love to me. You're on the receiving end right now. Yes. And it's it's blown me away. Yeah. But it in that, what it makes me want to keep doing for small groups is the love that I feel and how incredibly blessed I feel. I now want other people to feel that. Yeah. I, I would say that I agree with you in that portion. When If I was asked that question as I was thinking through this, as we're just talking here today, Beth, you know, why do I continue to do this and choose to lead this ministry and then, but choose to do this myself. Um, I, I constantly think back to eight years ago to being new at this church, uh, being a Christian for my whole life, but being new at this church and, and being here with my family and with Allison and trying to figure this out and then being invited into a small group. And I had the opportunity and the pleasure of being a part of Brian's small group, Brian Wilson's small group. But I was there with, uh, you know, just amazing people in a group of guys older than me, younger than me, Christians longer than I am, Christians, you know, just a few weeks and be invited in for the first time, like in all my years of being a Christian, and this is what I grieve a little bit about all the lost opportunity I had, but in all my years of being a Christian, having great mentors, having great people speak into my life, but never having a group of men where I had to sit there and honestly answer questions Mm. from the word. Mm-hmm. In that first year, just really being challenged, like, okay, I believe this, but what does this belief look like? And yeah. and how does that work out in my, the way that I'm treating my wife this week? Mm-hmm. How does that work out in the way that I'm treating my neighbor this week? And then having somebody come back to me the next week and say, how did that go? Mm-hmm. That was, to me, it was like, oh, I can't just say it. I actually follow through. do it. And so for me, if I'm going to answer, why do I keep doing this is, is, in every way that I possibly can, I want to provide that opportunity for somebody else. Mm-hmm. That I, that that opportunity was given to me, and it has proved to be such a, a, a well of growth and a spring of just 
I'm honestly joy in, in my marriage and with my kids and everything else. It's like, how is I as a leader can just provide that? And what I've seen this year in small groups is, although I haven't done it perfectly, <laughs> I'm no Brian Wilson. You know, it's like all the, mm. all these different things is, is that God is using me now in, in little ways to do that again. Mm-hmm. And where I want to encourage you as leaders is I don't care how this last week went for you. I don't care how this last three weeks went for you. Here's what I want you to know. God is using you to do that. Mm-hmm. If you showed up, if you opened the front door, Amen. if you made the text messages, if you had the phone call, you are doing it and God is going to use it. And the seeds that we're planting this week, the seeds that we're planting this year, they might not be harvested until six, seven, eight seasons after us. And we might not be the one to do it. There could be another leader that reaps all that you have sowed, but God is going to use it. I just want to encourage you guys with that. And and I want to just piggyback off of that to say that man celebrate small victories, you know, celebrate the, the people coming back, celebrate, you know, any, sometimes we just look for that big thing. Yeah. You know, we just want that like big heart change or we want that marriage like immediately restored or like, to grab the concept of scripture or follow through, whatever it is we're looking for. I just want to tell you to like take it down a notch and to just see what God's provided, you know, and to celebrate those victories. And then some of us are going to go through a dry spell. Yeah. Well, in and, every season. And to not be discouraged by it because well, I and think. And I think God honors, even in those dry spells, which we see inside the scriptures, he does. God honors the perseverance. Absolutely. And the fruit of this season might not be in your people. It might be in your own heart. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. And so to not be discouraged in it, you know, because once you've tasted fruit and fruit is so sweet, yeah. like we could chase the fruit, but don't chase the fruit, man, you know. Or this, and what I know to be true about my own heart, I have a, a keen <laughs> ability to see the smallest failure. But I have sometimes an inability to see the greatest fruit. Mm-hmm. And so my eyes are so focused on the little things that I could fix or I could do better, or I could change, or the one bad interaction that I can skip over all the good interaction that I had. Mm. And so because I'm so focused on what is going wrong, I can never see what is going right. I don't know if that's just for you or if that's just for me, but what I want to encourage you in is in this two-week break, just to soak in the time, you know, to away from away from your group, so good time with the Lord to prepare yourself that we have seven more, eight more opportunities to serve Jesus, to serve our people, intentional nights where they are taking time away from their week to come and be with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so you know you're doing something right, guys. God is going to use this. God's going to grow this, and so I just wanted to encourage you with that today. I know Beth and I have been praying for you guys. We've been thinking about you, and just wanted to encourage you with that and. I was reading through Philippians and Paul's words to that church, I, I want to speak over you and just says, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God for you. Mm-hmm. I do. Whenever I pray for you, I, I make all my crest for you with joy. And just, I, I give thanks for you. I give thanks for you with joy, knowing that God is using you, knowing that, that we are, as a church, are gifted mm-hmm. uh, to have you on our team. And, and we are so grateful and we are better because of it. Amen. Absolutely. And, and so thank you guys. Uh, appreciate you. As always, we're here for you. Even if you just want to get a cup of coffee, you want to hang out, we would Tim's love to do buying. that. I'm buying it. Truly, truly I am. 
And so thank you guys. Looking forward to it. Prepare this coming week. We have Easter. We have Good Friday. We have a ton of stuff for you. We have a prayer night on Monday night, Good Friday on Friday night. We have Saturday night and Sunday services. Love to see you guys there. Um, just appreciate you all. Take care. We'll thank talk you. to you soon. Bye.